Good morning, Peter Goffwood. How are you today? Vanessa, how are you this morning? Well, I'm I'm in a very cool air-conditioned studio, avoiding the heat at all costs, um, because I'm a complete wuss when it comes to very hot weather. So I'm happy to be in an air-conditioned studio. <laughs> yeah, lucky for you. I'm about to, I'm about to I'm about to lose a, shed a few pounds over the weekend because I'm now going into about to go into a, a, a hot kitchen. Oh. exactly, isn't working at the moment. Oh my the, goodness! The so we've been sweating up a, a a storm over the last couple of days, and this weekend is going to be hardcore because we're looking at. I think we're expecting 38 on, mm. on tomorrow, 34 on Sunday. So it's going to be hot in the kitchen over the weekend. Yeah. No, then, I, then I'm not going to, I shouldn't complain. I just want to share a memory with you. I worked, when we worked at the, the Holiday Inn in Oatsu and we had a Scottish chef and um, he had an air conditioner installed into the kitchen and he used to okay. walk around, his chef's pants were Bermudas. He said, that's it, I'm not wearing long pants in this kitchen. So I always remember yeah. Brian with those shorts on. The other thing I want to say to you is congratulations, Ultimate Brian Master, top 10 in Netflix. That's absolutely wonderful. Yes, yes indeed. It's been a long time coming it was supposed to be earlier in the year it was supposed to go on on netflix right after before christmas right after it finished on etv so it's just landed now which is actually better time for us because people watch less television over the holiday period mm. they're all out and about yes so yeah it's uh, season seven now so the full the full gamut of one through seven is now oh. on netflix so if you haven't watched it you can binge your to your to your bright content um, but season seven is now up, and yeah, it's uh, we're at like number six or seven, I think, in uh, the top ten. It's trending on Netflix, so that's that's really really cool. That's fantastic! So, Congratulations, um, yeah. and yeah, that's great. Well done to everybody. I think that's really good. Um, I um, so now I want to weigh in red row and fish paste. No more. Many people crying, huge, salty fish. Yeah. Tears. Jeremy Maggs, you know, giving us an incredibly good article about how he's going to miss it and what a you know tragedy and a travesty this is. What is your feeling on fish paste and red row? Um, as, a, as a kid, I hated it. I must admit, I really I wasn't a big fan of fish. Mm. But as an adult, I, um, I I came to appreciate it. You know, I, I agree with Jeremy. There's nothing quite like hot buttered toast with yeah. the picks and chevet on it. Yes, you know. Um, and I, and I think, I think it's actually quite interesting. I've, I, I've never realised how popular it was, and for me, I think it's a good sign actually because it's quite a, um, a savoury palate. Mm. You know, in, in the world where everyone craves for something sweet and everyone wants maple syrup and bananas on their French toast, the fact that there's been such a backlash um, against the disappearance of these pastes, I think it's a, a, a good sign of a, of a more intelligent ta- uh, palate than, mm. than, than the South African. That, that I thought would, was out there, so I'm 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 amazed that it's it's there was such an outroar. I thought it would I thought it would fade off into the distance and no one would notice. Yeah. Um, but but the the, the 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 internet at the moment, on Facebook, everywhere is flooded with uh, recipes of making. It's actually a relatively simple thing to make. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's basically it's a, it's a base of of sardines and anchovies that are cooked up into a paste. So I mean, if you if you get yourself a tin of a tin of sardines and say but a small tin of sardines and maybe um, about five or six anchovy fillets, uh-huh. basically put those into a pan, cook them up with a little bit of tomato paste, 
um, and then and then grind them into a paste, either in a pestle mortar or in a blender, and have, you'll have, literally have your own version of of, of, of Wedwell. <laughs> so, yeah, well, I'm, I'm, this is intriguing because I know that um, sardines are exceptionally healthy for you, and I've been trying to find ways to get more sardines into my diet. They're not my favourites, but uh, maybe that could work for me um, yeah, because, definitely. yeah. And if you make it, then yeah. But, but of course, the big thing is just make sure that you use it within good time. I think as well. That's also the key with any fish product. But um, yeah. now. We want to talk about lunches that we take to work. So obviously red roan fish paste is now no longer on the table unless you're going to make your own. And this morning, so normally what I do is I try and use up what I've got at home. This morning, um, I whipped open the fridge and nothing, bare, gone, all done, all eaten. Yep. No, you know, we, we, we've got this yep. zero waste um, policy at home. And uh, I said to my husband, oh, well, there we go. A couple of boiled eggs because Peter said it's good to have boiled eggs, you know, for, you know, so I've got boiled eggs in the fridge all the time, thanks to you. So I have come to work with a very classic um, egg mayo salmi. But okay, um, yeah, well, <laughs> what else can we do? Well, here again. So, 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 what, so as, as we mentioned last week, when it comes to, to, to making a lunchbox with the kids, you know, opening up the fridge in the morning to find nothing is that therein lies the first step, and that's planning and shopping. <laughs> clearly, clearly, I didn't plan this morning. So, yeah, there no. we go. No, that's it. So that's always going to be you're always under, under the cosh if you if you if you wonder what to eat in the morning that you have to leave for the office. It's always going to present problems. So, again. Plan your meal that you can when you're doing your shopping, and try and think about doing the prep for your your, your lunch. Even as adults, let alone just for kids, when when you're when you're when you're doing your dinner prep, mm-hmm. you know either make a little bit extra of dinner so you can take it with you, or n- knock up some sandwiches or some sandwich fillings or something along those lines. The thing to the thing to remember is is that is that makes it easy. You're already preparing food. Prepare a little bit mm-hmm. extra for yourself for the next day. And then think about things like, for example, stews. A stew, for example, leftover stew thinned out with a bit of stock becomes a lovely bowl of soup. You know, a goulash or a chicken a la king or any kind of, or even a curry for that matter. If you thin that out with either some water, some chicken stock or some vegetable stock, depending on what the base is, you'll have yourself a nice hearty bowl of soup. Mm. And the thing to remember is, unlike, unlike kids' lunches, most office places these days will have some kind of kitchenette area or kitchen area with a microwave where you're able to heat up your lunch. Yeah. You know, so, so you know, noodle bowls, leftover spag bowl, things like that are perfect to take with you because you're always going to be able to heat things up. Um, but I think, I think you can also be adventurous. You know, if, if one of the nice things about, about making lunch boxes for adults is they're not as fussy as kids. Yes. By, when I say not as fussy as kids, there are, there are as many fussy adults as there are kids. <laughs> One takes as read that that you have a little bit more control over what you eat as an adult than what you do as a kid. Mm. You know, generally as a kid, you get you have to eat what you're given. Whereas an adult, you're making choices about the kind of food that you like. So the chances are the leftovers of those things are things you will continue eating the next day. Absolutely. You know, um, but if you want to make it interesting for yourself, you know, think plan ahead and make themed lunchboxes. You know, like an like an Italian lunchbox that's got, you know, some lovely ripe tomatoes and mozzarella, a bit of basil, do you know, sort of version of caprese salad, 
mm. along with some, you know, some pickles, like some olives or some artichokes, you know, a little bit of bread with that, and you've got a, a and maybe some pesto and some nuts, and you've got like a little Italian antipasto waiting for you. And the same, perhaps, on a Greek slot, you know, mm. some little, um, some little um, slices of pita bread, some hummus and some tzatziki. Um, you could make one of those nice kind of village Greek salads, you know. Um, uh, village Greek salad basically is a nice chunky salad with it. There's no lettuce in it. You've just got, um, you know, tomato, cucumber, olives, uh, red onion, cubed, uh, cubed feta. So it's a nice hearty salad that it, it's not going to wilt in a box. Yeah. And it, it'll stay nice and fresh and crunchy. So those sort of things give yourself a nice... Um, just relating to salads, if you're going to take salads with you, um, don't dress them before you leave the house. Take a little plastic tub or a little sachet of dressing with you because it sounds like a fantastic idea and then three hours later when you get out your lunchbox and you've got this filet, uh, soggy, unappetizing mush because you've just you've got to dress it before you leave. I'm I'm you know, I'm guilty of I'm guilty of doing that and then and also it becomes all watery because the tomatoes also <laughs> sort of shed their their liquid. So that's so that's the thing is think of think of chopped salads that don't require that don't have lettuce in them. You know, if you, you know, if you think of things like an American cob salad, which is you know carrots and celery and avocado and tomatoes, nice big chunky chopped vegetables. Now, those are never going to wilt. That you can even dress before you leave the house because there's nothing in it that's going to wilt. So it's things like that. Then things like cold pasta salad. You know, leftover pasta is dressed in a bit of mayonnaise or a pesto, lots of cherry tomatoes, you know, uh, a handful of nuts. And, and now you've got a lovely, you know, your pasta leftovers have turned into a nice vibrant salad for the next day. You know, obviously, roast chicken. For me, roast chicken is... The, 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 it's the king of leftovers. Yes. You know, you roast the chicken whole and you pick that carcass bare the next day and you've always got enough for another chicken mayo sandwich or a wrap. You know, wraps come in handy. The wraps keep forever in the fridge and yeah. freezer. You can buy the small little 10 centimeter ones and leave them in the freezer. They take minutes to defrost. And, and, and literally roll up your leftovers in a wrap. And mm-hmm. hey, presto, you've got a fabulous lunch. You know, so there are, there are many ways to skin the cat. Um, again, um, reheating bits and pieces. What are other notes that I made? Steam boxes, always a good one. You know, savory muffins. Um, oh. it, it, savory muffins for me are, are an absolute winner. You know, you can have a... a, a so what I normally do is I make a, a, um, a muffin mix. It's actually called a 30-day mixture, 30-day mix. Mm. Literally, it's like a, a muffin batter. And I leave it in the fridge in the morning, muffin pan, and boom, you've got fresh muffins in the morning. And it's quite a neutral base that I use. So if I added, if I took some out and added chocolate chips or blueberries to it, it, it I have a nice sweet one. But occasionally I will add some chopped sun-dried tomatoes and some grated cheese. And then I have a nice savory muffin. So that's always a, a, a nice one to do. Again, we said the hard-boiled eggs. The other thing, too, which is really, really cool, and that's like a, the crustless quiche. A crustless quiche. Yes. Um, and... And if you think about that, it's almost like taking like a like a Spanish omelette, a tortilla to it. You can do it in little. Um, you can do it in muffin in a muffin pan. So all you do is you take all of your cooked ingredients that you find, and, and you don't have to cook stuff specifically. This can be leftovers, some you know, diced cooked potatoes, some chopped beans, maybe some sliced cold burros or some ham. Mix that all together. 
And then you mix up yourself a little bit of egg mixture, uh, you know, with uh, just some beaten eggs and a little bit of cream if you've got. And then you make yourself a little, basically, a, a, a baseless quiche. Just grease the, 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 the muffin pan, pull your mixture in the oven. It'll firm up nicely. And if you put a little bit of cheese on the top, you get a nice cheesy. And those are in the fridge. They'll last for days, and they are the best snack to take to work because they're full of goodness, full of protein, and they're really, really easy to make, and they are the best use of leftovers, all chopped up and mixed with cheese and a bit of eggs. You cannot go wrong. I actually remember Tim used to make that for Jason when he was still going to university before COVID, and the cold pasta yep. salad was very high on the list. So there are loads of ideas that people can use, yep. and um, I think the key, of course, which I failed miserably at, is the planning bit. Horrible. That is, def- <laughs> is definitely, and it saves a person a bunch, and I love that idea of thinning out the soups and stews because that also stretches the budget once again. Yep. Peter, great ideas. Um, I just have to tell you that the other thing thing that really makes my lunch or when I get out of the studio is when my mother has uh, whipped up a batch of jam squares for my children and I nick a few for my tea time so I'm looking forward to that today of course that sounds like a, that sounds like quite a treat <laughs> <laughs> it's been great chatting to you we'll do it all again next Friday have a wonderful weekend and I, I'm going to I'm sympathizing with you in those hot kitchens and uh, I hope that it's going to be cool there's a, maybe a cool beer or something waiting when you're finished uh, there's always an ice cold beer waiting up there. it's, it's for, purely for medicinal purposes <laughs> of course definitely <laughs> Peter Goffwood thank you so much for this week's a p- a Pinch of Salt and we'll chat again next week thank you Vanessa and you and the viewers that's, uh, may the source be with you until next week fantastic bye bye